you know, it's funny, like you said, you've mentioned room and, you know, I would love to see, you know, Americans kind of adopt some of the European style when it comes to drinking coffee. They don't do to go cups. You stand and you enjoy your cup of coffee before you get in the car. It's almost like it's, it's a moment of that you like savor when you're having a cup of coffee. Today, I sat down with Marianne and Jackie Baldessari from Golden Valley Farms Coffee. If you know me, you know I love coffee, and I've been called a coffee snob on more than one occasion. I was very excited to talk with Marianne and Jackie and hear about how Golden Valley Farms got started and the lengths they go through to provide their customers with quality organic coffee. They also run the Artisan Exchange, which provides local entrepreneurs a way to grow their business by sharing resources and sell their goods at a weekly market open to the public. All right, um, I'm here with Jackie and Marianne Baldessari from Golden Valley Farms Coffee Roasters. Uh, good afternoon, ladies. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having us, Mike. We're super excited. Sure. Thanks for uh, agreeing to come on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm great as well. <laughs> That's good. My first question, why coffee? Why did you guys get started in the coffee business? Mom, you want to tackle? Yeah, so, so I'll take that. Um, so we've been in business since 1986. We've evolved uh, throughout the almost 40 years. Um, initially, we were um, doing consulting and creating coffee programs for all kinds of um, uh, quick service restaurants and convenience stores throughout the country. Um, was my brother founded the company and I joined him and, and we went around the country working with large companies um, to develop their coffee brands. And, you know, over time we decided that it made sense for us to uh, become a coffee roaster and not just a source from other coffee roasters. So we um, purchased another coffee roaster that was located in Long Island and we moved it to uh, the Westchester facility and built um, the facility, the car coffee roasters right here on Carter Drive in Westchester. And uh, over time, uh, we, I kind of saw that it was hard for us to really compete on a on a national level with the really large companies and we needed a differentiator and based on you know my personal um you know lifestyle and and the way that we and i feed the fed my children is i really thought that you know becoming a certified organic coffee roaster and you know once i decided to do that then my eyes became very open about you know how important it is to purchase sustainable coffees uh, because of all of the uh, you know some of the farming practices on those large farms and you know so we kind of decided well we always have to have really super specialty coffee and we really we wanted to be a certified organic coffee roaster and then we started buying just shade grown coffees and we roast a little differently than most coffee roasters real slow roast artisan style but on a, a pretty large scale um and kind of that's where we are today we're now <laughs> serving coffee and uh, all over the country and you know and most importantly right here in, in westchester in our our local community so we're really proud of it yeah, that's that's very interesting. And selfishly, um, I'm glad that you one moved the location to Westchester 
and two aren't super big because I tend to favor smaller um, smaller uh, companies, organizations, mom and pop shops. Not that you're necessarily a mom and pop shop, but I, I like to support local um, businesses. And I think, again, just my personal opinion, I think when companies get really popular and really big, as much as they don't want to, they kind of change. And I think, you know, if a large scale organization, you kind of have to to change a little bit as well. Um, so I'm glad that that you are where you are. Um, so was was the Carter Drive your original location too? Well, initially when we um, started, we did not need uh, a manufacturing facility because we really were doing consulting. So we were initially in Paoli, um, not far from the hospital. And then, you know, once we decided that it was the right move um, to kind of control our own destiny, we came to Westchester. So when a quick answer is, yes, we've been here manufacturing since, since we started manufacturing. It's always been here on Carter Drive. Yeah. Again, I didn't, I didn't know that, I guess I didn't know that that location existed, not just for Golden Valley, but in general, I think until I started to uh, go to Levante Brewing. Mm-hmm. And, we, we do really awesome brews, right? You can get yeah. some great coffee and some great beer. So it's a great combination. I mean, it is, it's uh, my favorite brewery and my favorite coffee right next to each other. So and I live two and I live two miles away, so I can't complain. <laughs> awesome. Um I reading about about Golden Valley on your website, you list that you're triple certified. What what does that mean? Jack, you want to take that? Yes. Yeah, so we um we are very proud of our triple certified um certifications. Um, so the first one I'll kind of dive into. So we're certified USDA organic. Um, so we have an inspection every year um, where they come and they, you know, check out our facility, check on all of our processes. And, you know, we have to record every roast. We have to record where every coffee goes to. We have to record where we're getting all the coffee. So that's a really fun certification. We, we really take pride in that. Um, and then we are certified fair trade, um, which is really awesome. So we are making sure that the coffee plantations that we're buying from, you know, are paying their employees the right wages and there's no, you know, child labor or anything like that. So, you know, that's really important to us as well. And then a really fun certification that we have is uh, we're certified shade grown um, or bird friendly. Um, and that's Smithsonian. It's a Smithsonian certification, um, which is really cool. So we buy our coffee from plantations that um, do not clear cut their coffee farms. So, um, you know, in the 80s and in the the 90s, um, a lot of the coffee farms were clear cutting all of their farms. You know, they coffee is a shade plant, so it should be in the shade, Um, but it does grow more yield in the sun. Um, so they were clear cutting to get more coffee volume, um, but it actually isn't good for the coffee. So it really, you know, isn't a good flavor. Um, the quality of the bean is is really not great. Um, and also, you know, it's really not good for the environment. The birds need somewhere to migrate to. 
Um, and coffee plantations is one of the places, you know, it's, you know, in a natural canopy where, you know, there's an ecosystem and the birds need somewhere to migrate to, um, which is really, you know, important to us. My mom is a bird lady. <laughs> so it's, it's really cool. Um, we really care about the environment and the birds and, you know, all three of those certifications are really important because, you know, especially being organic, non-organic coffee, you know, to kill the weeds and kill the insects. They use a lot of pesticides and herbicides. So, and those coffees absorb a lot of those chemicals. So a lot of coffee consumers don't realize that they are drinking a lot of those chemicals that actually are very harmful. Um, and also it's not good for the environment. Again, a lot of those chemicals are going into, you know, these villages and these places that are, are really hurting the community there as well. So all three of those certifications, you know, we're very proud to have, and, you know, it really sets us apart as well from just a normal coffee roasters. Um, so yeah, we, my mom was very passionate about it and it was, it was really interesting growing up, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, why do we have to have organic snacks? Like, why do we have to do <laughs> all the other kids have Oreos? All the other kids have like, you know, Pringles, like, why are we doing this? And you know, it's funny now that I'm an adult, I really appreciate that we grew up in that environment because I really, you know, now I practice that I make sure I buy, you know, local eggs and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's really cool. So I appreciate that my mom really took the jump and the leap and, you know, the whole family is really uh, dedicated to, you know, providing a sustainable cup and a great cup of coffee for, you know, it tastes great and it's also good for the environment and good for the people that are, you know, producing it. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, your, your mom was, seems like she's was, or is, was well ahead of the game with the organic um, aspect. And it's, that's something that like you mentioned, the weed killer and, and the pesticides that are sprayed on not just coffee, but crops and, and plants in general. And that's something the past couple of years, I listen to all different kinds of podcasts and read different things on the internet. And that's something that's people are trying to spread the word about now where like, it's not, you spray these, say caught the plants with, with pesticides or weed killer and then like you said with coffee like we're drinking that and I try to my family tries to eat um as much organic as we can but it's also hard because it's it's really expensive too um so again that's it's great to hear that how much of an emphasis you guys put on organic coffee so it's a just another another reason why I love Golden Valley Farms coffee. And um, well, thank you, Mike. I, I, I kind of wanted to maybe comment on, you know, the pricing of, you know, organic products. And you're right. It is, they, they tend to be, you know, somewhat more expensive than, than traditional uh, products or produce. However, we try, if you look at our pricing and compare our pricing to 
um, some of the other even traditional coffee roasters that we really work super, super hard to keep our pricing in line. We are used to mom and pop business. We are. Um, my husband and I are partners, all, the, all my children, and quite today my grandchildren are here. We are 100% family business. And, um, you know, it we we because of that we really try to maintain um, a lower price point to our customers so that you know we can get our mark our product out to the market so yeah we keep our organic pricing in line if you look at some of our pricing next to some of the other organic coffees we're going to be we're going to be more affordable and we kind of what we do is we use our overall values that we do out on the wholesale level because we wholesale you know to customers and convenience stores and distributors you know pretty much on the on the east coast but we do have a client on the west coast as well and we help using all that volume we can buy in greater quantities and therefore able to buy a little bit more affordable and then we turn that over to the customer um so i mean that's important to us too because there's nothing more gratifying than getting up in the morning and like getting that first cup of coffee and it's like a little, just a little bit of a you know personal kind of you know treat that you know we get to drink good coffee don't drink bad coffee right exactly and just to be clear i didn't mean your prices i meant prices in general and i can honestly say and i hope you don't change your pricing but not even not even comparing the price of your coffee to organic, but even non-organic coffee that admittedly I would buy in the supermarket before I discovered Golden Valley Farms. Your your prices are still uh, less than I would say almost any other coffee that I've bought before. So again, well, thank you for that plug, Mike. And I knew I knew you didn't mean it that way, but I kind of wanted that because I think that you know we've worked really super hard to try to keep the pricing in line so that one you know we can obviously buy and sell more coffee and grow our business and and, and support the community but also providing a really quality product to a customer at an affordable price I mean actually I get no better like excitement out of unless like when I hear a someone say oh you have the best coffee and that just makes me super happy <laughs> Well, again, it's, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to hide it. Like you guys are, and Jackie knows, cause I would interact with her a bit on Instagram um, for the past couple of years. Like I've been all over the country. I've been to Australia. I've been to Europe, the Guatemalan coffee that you guys, your beans, I drink that black. That is my favorite. That is the to me, that's the best cup of coffee that that I've had. Um, so yeah, you're you're you mentioned just to a couple minutes ago, like that satisfaction of waking up in the morning and having a nice cup of coffee, and that's what I love to do. That I'm a morning person. I go to bed before my wife and my one daughter that's still at home. And my my quiet time is I wake up in the morning. Um, on the weekends and I, I have a cup of coffee and I sit on the couch and pet my dog and, and think about stuff for a little bit, but that there's, it's so rewarding to have to just sit there for me with like a delicious cup of coffee. It's one of my favorite things. 
Well, thank you, Mike. We really appreciate that. And I'm so glad that I got you hooked on the the Guatemalan because that is my favorite as well. I try to get as many people to try it. And a lot of people really, really like it. It's just a really smooth cup of coffee. Um, and it's very unique, which is cool. Like it's just a very different, different coffee. Yeah, it is. It's great. And I've gotten, I've purchased bags and I've um, given them to a couple different people uh, and they, they all liked it as well. Well, thank you. We, we really appreciate it. And, you know, the support that you've provided for us has been awesome. Just, you know, even on social media, just, and you, you know, having your friends and families try our coffee, you know, that's what just, we, we appreciate that so much and it's super rewarding you know, to work with, with you and our other customers that are just crazy supportive of our family. And, you know, you guys truly do, you know, <laughs> keep us going, keep our lights on, you know, so <laughs> we can't thank you enough for, for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I know um, my friend Dana, who's uh, a partner with Sage Catering, I think last year, she switched and used you guys for coffee for <laughs> the events that she puts on. And she's told me like, um, a couple of people have come up to her and said like, what, where do you guys get this coffee from? Cause it is really good. So that's uh try to spread the word. Thank you. And you like, it's, it's awesome, you know, working with you um, and always like helping us make connections. So, you know, we really appreciate that. And that is why, you know, I know we mentioned we wanted to kind of jump into Artisan Exchange, but, you know, Golden Valley is a huge part of Artisan Exchange and us being at the Artisan Exchange market every Saturday from 10 to 1, you know, we really get to, you know, get close with the the people in our community. And it's really awesome. You know, I've met so many awesome people from Westchester and Delaware County and and Delaware and all in Phoenixville that come to our market every Saturday. And it's, it's just so cool. Yeah. And it's, and again, admittedly, I didn't know at first that you were also um, related to, or part of the artisan exchange. So that's, it's really cool too. And like I said, I like to support local small companies, especially like now more than ever with, you know, the way, malls are going away and and brick and mortar stores seem to be disappearing to me it's important i like to be able to see touch feet and feel different products that i'm that i'm buying and again being a um a, a westchester resident and i do love the community it's also important for me to I, or i like to support local businesses and that's kind of why i started this podcast because i i just wanted to talk to and and have conversations with um local business owners in the westchester area and and help spread the word as much as i can um before we talk more about the artisan exchange um, i'm just curious did you guys ever consider like opening up a, a coffee shop mom you want to <laughs> you know it's always kind of been you know one of those yeah, that would be kind of cool to have a coffee shop and, you know, but then, um, you know, we are, we are focusing on our wholesale and our, our direct to consumer right here in, from our facility, you know, it, it's just, we would be kind of pulling ourselves a little bit too thin, but I never say never, who knows, at some point, maybe, 
so yeah, I, it's it's um it would be kind of fun. You know, we have a whole other generation coming through. So who knows? Maybe there's some baristas in training here. <laughs> That's you know I'm I say it's too late for me because I'm. I got kids in one in college and another one going to college soon, but that like I would, that's kind of my dream is to, I would love to just be able to open up a, a coffee shop and just, uh, you know, have my own coffee shop. But I, like I said, that's, I feel like it's too late for me, but um, kind of in that same uh, subject, what's your favorite way to drink coffee? So, you know, I love coffee. So, you know, I get the opportunity to drink it in all kinds of different ways. But my my always go to every morning is ooh, I brew our coffee in a French press style. Uh, it just really helps the coffee be so much less. Um, it just develops just so nice and it does not have any um, bitters in it. It's just a wonderful, a wonderful method. And it's super simple. And you know, you don't even need to clutter up the counter with a coffee maker. You just boil some water and put it in a fresh press and steep it for three to four minutes, plunge it and enjoy. So that's how I do it every day. And you can put the coffee grounds in your plants or garden too exactly exactly <laughs> that's funny i i i do love a french press and i have i have an arrow press i have a pour over but i do like typically every day i just make a big pot of drip coffee and and that's how i drink it but i do if i'm not rushed i like to use the french press or pour over because it's kind of like almost soothing to me to, you know, measure out the coffee and the water and the temperature and all that kind of stuff. And my wife kind of like makes fun of me for it, but I'm like, it, it, you can tell a difference. You can. Oh, you definitely can. But uh, when we're in the office, we have a, you know, a drip coffee and we, we drink drip coffee as well. So we also have an espresso machine and uh, we have a couple of trained baristas here actually. So, um, we um, get to drink cappuccinos and espressos and lattes as well. Um, and if if they're on site and you're ever in, and and we'll be happy to make you a cappuccino or an espresso for you when you're, you know, we like to give people a nice cup of coffee to walk around and enjoy themselves when they visit us to buy the the uh, ground coffees. Yeah, and you do uh, for anyone listening out there that wants to, that hasn't been to the artist exchange on Saturday mornings, you guys are always handing out free cups of coffee. Um, we were just in Europe recently and specifically Rome and the cappuccino there. It It's delicious. It's super cheap. It's like $2 a cup, but, and I, I always say like, I want to get like a nice espresso maker or cappuccino maker, but, my problem is I, I drink so much coffee, so I'll be drinking espressos all day long because I'll make, I mean, I'll make in the, with the coffee maker carafe, it, it says six cups. So like every morning off, I'll, I'll put like six coffee cups of water in there and, and drink that. And I like it to stay really hot too. So the cappuccino to me is like a treat, but my go-to is just plain black coffee that's so good and i get mad when i see people put creamer in it (laughs) 
coffee bar, you know, your neighbor's probably right there as well. And you get a chance to say hi and, you know, you know, interact with them. And I don't know, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit of moment to just be calm and peaceful before the rat race and the hectic day starts. So <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yep. You're right. Um, I don't, I don't, I think like Americans are, I don't know if, I think we're different. It's, we're not used to that. It's everything's go, 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 go. And like you said, it's, it's nice to just stop, relax, talk to somebody next to you and then get, go on with your day. Um, So that's. You visit on Saturday at the market from 10 to one, you get a little bit of that, right. You know, from all of the different vendors, when you stop and everyone's willing to chat, you know, chat you up. What are you doing? What's going on this weekend? And, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, a welcoming getting together with the community. And, you know, some of our friends, our friends are, are started out as customers. Now they're friends. I mean, they're like, you know, we got to know them so well. And I, I think that you see that more in Europe, especially in Italy, where when you go in, most of the restaurants are mom pass. You know, they, yeah. they know their customers, they treat you like family. And that's, you know, the difference between a small group of small community of small businesses versus a gigantic large you know company not that they're bad for sure we need them but it, it's a different it's just a, a different um culture yeah i agree 100 percent um now i guess you you probably know a lot better than me i i feel like this year the artisan exchange has been more crowded than it has been the past couple years do you do you have you seen the same thing? So we, the weather has not been playing great in our uh, favor the last couple of Saturdays. Um, you know, 2023, uh, our markets have been, you know, just from the start from Christmas Eve, it's just been so cold or so rainy, but, you know, our, the community is just so supportive and they'll come out in the rain or they'll come out in the snow and it, keeps us going. Like it's, it's awesome. But yeah, and I think we have a good group of artisan exchange members right now. There's a lot of, you know, really unique things that you're not going to find at the grocery store or, you know, at a restaurant, you know, we have a featured vendor every Saturday that we try to do like unique foods. Like, um, so I think that really keeps people interested. Um, and everyone really does like is a chef. Like they know what they're doing in the kitchen. They know what they're, you know, they're buying quality ingredients. They're taking the time the whole week prepping for, you know, this couple hours on Saturday. So it's, it is, it's, it's really, we have a good group right now and the community is awesome. Just always supporting us no matter what, you know, weather comes our way. Yeah. Also, uh, when we moved from inside to outside, you know, we have to kind of deal with the inclement weather at times. But what we do have is now much more space. People can come and take their time. They bring their kid, their children. It's blocked off so the kids can run around. They bring their dogs, you know, and and you know, it's now it's becoming every week now we have a, like you know a dog of the month or a dog of the week picture. And, <laughs> like a lot of fun yeah that's right I forgot that it was inside I think I only went I've only been there a couple times when it was inside I forgot about that and two also the artisan exchange so there's the market that's on Saturdays but the actual I guess artisan exchange is 
correct me if I'm wrong, it's that that location or that building where people, all different um, businesses come and like you said, prepare their food or, and and make their make their products there. Is that accurate? Yeah. So um, Artisan Exchange is also our family business as well. So Golden Valley Farms and Artisan Exchange is both run by our family. Um, my dad uh, partnered with my mom. Um, you know, mom, I don't know if you want to kind of go into that story. Um, but just a little introduction on Artisan Exchange. So we have a 30,000 square foot facility um, that we rent space to individuals that manufacture there that are all licensed, insured, um, and they rent space from us. Um, or we also have a commercial kitchen that they can rent hourly. Um, so we have a variety of different, you know, ways that these companies can you know, produce their product either at the commercial kitchen or have their own individual spaces. Um, and then we have uh, our market every Saturday from 10 to one to really help those companies, you know, you know, get out there. You know, it's not their friends and family saying how awesome their product is. It's actually, you know, people from the community that don't know you that are purchasing your product. So that that's really, really cool. So yeah, that's a little bit about artisan exchange, but my mom and my dad were definitely, you know, the ones that put their heads together and made it happen. And it's a really good story. So mom, I think you should kind of go into that a little bit. So, yeah. So we have the 30,000 square foot facility and Golden Valley Farm here. And, and back years ago, we not only roasted coffee, but we also sold cups and straws and lids and all kinds of other things. And we have about seven units in the building and we're all filled with various product offering. And right around... Uh, 2008 we decided to get out of uh, a lot of the other um, kind of product lines and offerings and just focus solely on on coffee so we only didn't we didn't need such large space uh, my husband frank he has been in the banking world his entire life um and thought he has a strong finance background and, and ran a few banks and he um we, we had some excess space and, you know, we were like, well, what are we going to do with this? And uh, he's like, don't worry, don't worry. We're going to figure it out. We'll rent, we'll be able to rent it. Or, you know, and you know, that did, 2008 came and the financial crisis kind of took a little bit of a hit on people and, and nobody was really renting space. So he decided to join us and see what we could do to, you know, get through this trying time because we still had mortgages and everything else to pay. Um, so one, you know, since we weren't able to get any other large scale tenants in, you know, one day my husband and I were out on our patio out back and go like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And at the time I said to him, well, you know, I, I, you know, I, we did about 15 farmers markets back in the day and, and um, Jackie and her, and her friends would be some of the workers. So she truly did grow up in a family business, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I knew all these, I knew all these small businesses that they were either, you know, um, producing in their home and getting a license or producing in a church kitchen. And, and, you know, it's hard to really legitimize yourself in those settings. So I said, well, we have this space. Why don't we see if we want to rent it out individually in smaller spaces? Hence, Artisan Exchange was born. <laughs> the first year we had the facility almost completely full. Um, and we've had probably, Jackie, what do you think, about over 300 
businesses that have come through. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. And it's so cool. Everyone's from so many different backgrounds. And, you know, we have um, companies that are from different countries, um, you know, which it's, it's so cool. And it was really funny just you know, that farmer's market community, all the small businesses, we really came together and, you know, put our heads together. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been awesome seeing companies, you know, and people, you know, want to start their, their company and they come here and it comes to life. And, you know, now they're in Whole Foods or other different, you know, company, like larger companies. So it's, it's really cool. It's, it's awesome. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, my parents are just truly, awesome entrepreneurs that put their heads together and made something, you know, be very successful for not only us as a family, but, you know, other families that are in our part of artists in exchange and, and the community too. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you got to feel good about being able to provide uh, resources to help, like you said, um, smaller companies start and grow their, their, business and that's uh it's got to be very rewarding it definitely is we it's awesome i mean every day it's something new you know running a business we have our <laughs> you know so it's fun it's really fun every day we don't know what we're getting ourselves into but it's it's super rewarding and you know being able to work with my family and you know people that want to you know pursue yeah. their passion it's just awesome oh, yeah yeah, that's great. Um, like I said before, my I would love to have opened a, a coffee shop. So that's why, like, I totally respect people that took the chance and pursued their passion and are, you know, giving it giving it their all to make um, their ideas work. That's uh, it's very respectable. I I feel like. Well, thank you so much. And we really appreciate you having us on and letting us share our stories with your, um, your audience and, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, this was great, Mike. Thank you so much for having us. And, you know, again, we really appreciate all the support and, you know, also I think it's cool too. A lot of people don't understand artisan exchange. So it was a good opportunity to talk about artisan exchange, but also on the coffee side, you know, not a lot of people, um, you know, know about the certifications and how important they really are to our health and our community and, you know, just our, our environment. Yeah, it is. And, and I agree. And, um, I just, again, want to thank you ladies for agreeing to come on. Um, like I said, I'm just, just getting this podcast started. So it, it, you were, you were definitely one of the companies that I put down on my list to, uh, to reach out to. So I'm, I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your hectic days to uh, to talk to me and have a conversation about both Golden Valley Farms and the Artisan Exchange. Awesome. We appreciate it. And when you are when you're by on Saturday, come have a cup of coffee with us. <laughs> I will. I can't. And admittedly, I did bring some coffee back from Italy with me, but I have, I'm down to my last bag of Guatemalan, so I can't, I won't be by this Saturday, but the next Saturday is, I, I'm, I'm due for some more uh, to stock up on my Golden Valley coffee supply, so I will, I will definitely be there in two Saturdays from now. Awesome, thanks, Mike. All right, thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Man About Town podcast. 
Be sure to stop by the Artisan Exchange Weekly Market, which runs every Saturday from 10 to 1, and grab some Golden Valley Farms coffee, or browse the many other local businesses selling various foods and goods. If you are a local business owner or no one who you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Thanks and enjoy your day.